0: And bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dikewo to the nations, she is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: This morning, I want you to just put your hands on your head if you have an exam coming those who don't have exams you can relax but you have some exams coming put your hands on your head and just begin to pray in tongues this morning just begin to pray in tongues believing that you are speaking some mysteries unto the Lord and as you are speaking in tongues this morning you are asking for help from above you are asking for supernatural sustenance, you are asking for a fresh mind you are asking for strength. You are asking for the spirit of remembrance. You are asking for the ability to retain what you have read. You are asking God to forgive you for things you should have done that like you have not done. Then you are invoking powers from on high to come in and to help you during this exam time that's ahead. Come on, lift up your voice pray for a few minutes. Do you believe such things? I said pray for a few minutes. May for a few minutes, may your mistakes over the semester be covered, may your mistakes be covered, may your mistakes be deleted, may things that you should not have done that you have done, may they be wiped off, things that you have done, that you should have done, you haven't done that, may the Lord make a difference, oh hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, this morning we stand before you, thank you. Thank you for taking us through another academic year. Thank you for bringing us to the eve of other exams. As we stand with our hands on our heads, Lord, let it be a point of contact even this morning. Contact with you. Contact with the heavens. Cause your angels to pass by and place hands their hands on us in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak to that clouded mind this morning. Let the cloud disappear. Let the mind be fresh in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for retentive memories. Whatever we read, may we remember it in Jesus' name. Father, forgive our mistakes. Forgive our waste of time. Forgive us for the things we have done that we should not have done. And for those we should have done that we didn't do, forgive us. And this morning, Lord, as our hands are on our heads, we just it's just a sign that we believe. We believe. We believe. Let these exams be the greatest ever. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray especially for those also who have been working in the house of God, that you will make a difference between those who serve you and those who serve you not. Thank you for your children, Lord. Let remembrance be theirs. Let help from above be theirs. Father, if there's anything in the papers coming this week that they don't know, when they go back to study, Father, just direct them to it in the name of Jesus. I pray for speed. Nobody will be there who does not finish a paper. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. Let us be awake when we must be awake. May we not fall asleep at the wrong time. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. Do you believe in such things? Oh, do you believe in such things? Oh, yes. Amen. And I'm believing God that he will help you in this exam season as well. Hallelujah. Are you there? Those of you who are still watching films during exam season? I need to tell you that you are not wise. Yeah. You see, when you finish watching, you say that oh, the film is only three hours. It's a long time. That's number one. Number two, films give a feeling. That feeling is not conducive with learning. It's true or it's not true. The aftermath of the film. That one too takes time. So please, it's not film watching time. Hello? I just thank you film stars for letting me know that some people their agenda five is three hours okay. Ask your neighbor is that how is that you If you are learning three hours a day you should have stayed in SHS You are not worthy of the university uh, Please tell to your neighbor and tell your neighbor this is not SHS This is the university This is the university You see some of you you are sitting straight like a stone I know that you are the one I'm talking to I know you are the one I'm talking to. In this church, we believe in serving God. And we also believe in studying. Yeah. Yeah. Our father says 10 hours of study at exam time. A day, please. Not, not 10 hours a week. How am I going to do 10 hours a day? By stopping a lot of foolish things. Some of you, you chat with your, 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 your roommates for the whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some friendships you should have deleted by this time. Oh, it's true, especially around exams. Yes. Please ask your neighbor, do you have a certain friend when they're around you can't learn? Do you know the kind of friend I'm talking about? They make you chat, and huh? then by the time you are aware, no, yeah. You should locate such friends, and at exam time, you don't know them. Mm-hmm. Are you eh, free advice? Oh. Uh, some of you are wondering why I'm talking about this from the pulpit. Where, where again should I talk about it? If in case you don't know, the spirit of counsel is part of the, the, the Holy Spirit. Counsel is advice. It's advice. Are you in the house? Hey, the church is very quiet, though. Listen, I've done far more exams than you have done. Mm. Where I did my PhD, they believe that even at PhD level, you have to do exams. Yeah, so I've done several years of exams. Are you in the church? And I know the exams I did as an unbeliever, and the exams I did after I'd given my life to Christ, they were very different things. Mm. Very different things. Amen. Amen. And I need to tell you that the Holy Spirit knows every question that is coming already. Uh-huh. So if only you are wise enough to ask him, he will actually lead you. Hey! The church is very quiet today, but it doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Yeah, he really, he's a real help. And some of you have wasted the whole semester. He is a help in time of trouble. If you be humble enough and admit that you are in trouble, are you getting it? You're in trouble, like you should have been learning, you didn't do it, etc., etc. Don't worry, I'll blast you next semester, but right now, it's not blasting time. It's not blasting time. Ask him, just be my help in my time of trouble. Amen. Some of you, it's not that the lecturer doesn't like you, but you have been unserious. So the lecturer has seen that you are not serious. Mm. But today, mercy, mercy is coming. There's enough mercy. There's enough mercy for all of us. Hallelujah. Amen. And the final year, students, some of you were texting me last week. You were telling me that you were doing your presentations. You'll notice I didn't answer any of you. That was because of where I was. But believe me, prayer has gone on your behalf. Amen. And some are yet to come. It is well with you. Hallelujah. Beautiful. I'm going to be preaching on a topic this month, which I really want you to listen to. We cannot just be concentrating on the exam, so. <laughs> There's life telling you, but there's life before exams. There's life during exams. There's life after exams. So when you come to church, you have to hear things that will help you on your way. Amen. But for this whole month, we are dealing with a topic, something that you need to have very early in your life and you need to understand. And now that we've made the books available to everybody, you can't say you don't have the book. I'll be talking about those who are offended. Those who are offended. Those who are offended. Some of you are coming from homes where your mother has been offended. I hope you can see what it has done. The church is very quiet. I hope you can see the effect of offense on her life and how it has even impacted you. So it is a topic that you need to hear very early in your life. There's no use hearing it when you're already 100 years old. You have already lived your offended life. (laughs) And there are some of you who practice offense. Every day you're offended. Look, God did not mean for us to live like that. You are always hurt. And can you ask your neighbor, are you the one? Are you the one they are talking to? Are you the one? Eh? Especially the melancholics. Every day you are offended about something. Hey. Eh. Then there are some of you, nobody can correct you. They correct you till you are offended. Hey. What is that? Ask the other neighbor, what is that? What is that? Some of you in your room, there is tension. There's happiness when you are not there. As soon as you come, tension has arrived. We have to be careful what we say when you are there because no, you are annoyed. No, you are offended. Hey. My first year, I had a roommate like that. It was not easy for me in this life. Hey. She can wake up offended. Me or me, I was an Greek student. Charlie, the day started very early. They should wake up in the morning, she's offended because one has woken up and is getting ready for school. What should I do? I shouldn't go to school because you are there. I shouldn't put no, I will even put on the light. You are, you are bored. Ready? are you there? <laughs> and what you don't know is that offense is a weapon of Satan. It's not just a, it's not just a weapon, it's one of his master weapons. He has all kinds of weapons. But there are some that he knows are guaranteed to take you down. Are you here? Oh, you are not minding me again, oh. Yeah, they are guaranteed to take you down. Also because if you are alive, by all means something can offend you. And something will offend you. Are, are you there? But if you leave it and you allow the offense to be there, you become like somebody... I don't know if you've ever had a wound that healed on the outside and didn't heal on the inside. It's a very dangerous thing. You know, so on the outside, it looks as though everything is okay. Am I talking to someone this morning? It looks like everything is okay. Then one day, you suddenly break out in a fever. And all of a sudden, something, what has happened is that the thing that has covered, no, it was working on the inside. And it has done more damage now on the inside and that's how offense works are you in the house and so that's why for four weeks we're going to be talking about it because some of you where you are coming from you need to be insured (laughs) are you here (laughs) when you know what it is you will not play with it those of you who are offended every morning every after every evening it's because you don't really know that it's a very serious thing you think that oh that's how i am that's how i am Tell your neighbor, please, don't say that again. Oh, I said, tell your neighbor, don't say that again. How can you say that? That's how you are. Chester, you woke up in this world offended. Some babies cry when they are born. The way they have squeezed their face, they are already offended. (laughs) You don't know that that's why the babies cry. I was lying somewhere cool and calm, and it was warm. What is all this? You have come, you have pushed, you have pushed, you have pu- You have brought me out into this cold world with this l- plenty of light. Ah, ah, hey, tell your neighbor you better recover. Some babies recover very easily. Within a day or two, they have realized. But some children, I, look, tell your neighbors, I'm looking at your face. I see you are the type of baby you were offended. I mean... Some of you, you cried out. We didn't know whether you were dying or you were alive. Just say (laughs) you are (laughs) offended. Hallelujah. But let's go to a scripture 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm talking about offense, the weapon. If I feel like calling it the master weapon of Satan, because it's, you see, because it is so normal and so natural, we don't realize that it's so dangerous. But let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. If you can put verse 10 and 11 together, it will be nice. But if it will be too small, we'll take it one after the other. All right. Listen, oh, to whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything, to whom I forgive it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Are you seeing it? The person is saying that I'm forgiving because if I do not forgive, Satan will get an advantage. Satan will get an advantage of us. And he has had advantage over a lot of people because of offense. Let's, let's see what a few other, you know, sometimes when you change the version. Look at that sentence in verse 11, you see. So that Satan... Okay, let's take it from verse 10. When you forgive this man... Forgive him too. And when I forgive whatever needs to be forgiven, I do so with Christ's authority for your benefit. Look, so that Satan will not outsmart us. We have an enemy. Who, are you seeing it? it? Says So that he will not outsmart us. So when your friend did that thing and you, you know how satisfying it is. When you are offended and you feel that I've not minded him, I've not minded him, they can feel it. You think that you are doing the person, but actually, you know, Satan has actually taken a stand against you. And he's outsmarting you. And he says, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. One of his evil schemes is is, is offense. There are women who got offended. As for women, let me tell you something. The offense that is caused by relationships, and people, there are women, You've spoiled your whole life, and some of you are from homes like that. And you can see how your mother was so offended with your father; it has colored everything in your life, in her life. Your father, he has even gone ahead and married somebody else, and your mother is still offended. Hey, the church is very quiet again. Are you there? You know, so, so it, it's, it's important for you to see because it is one of the ways. Satan wants to bomb you out of where you are and he often uses offense. Yeah. He bombs you out. There are some of you, you almost left the church. Out of offense. You didn't know that it was a bomb that the enemy was trying to use. And he has tried it on almost everybody. If you go and ask every pastor, have you not almost left the church before? Everybody will say, it has occurred to me before. It has occurred to me before. It has occurred to me And it is always in association with an offense. Always. Not knowing that if you had listened, he would have bummed you out. I know people, they have left the church. They have gone. They have become nothing. At least if you are going to leave, leave and become something. eh? <laughs>
2: hey,
1: Anyway, I'm going to give you points. Please, the book you should have. Mm, you should have, because we asked you to get all to all. If you didn't stop to get it, it's your problem. But after the meet, just get it. All of, it's one of them. This is actually book number 100 in the list. Yes, book number 100. So point number one, offense and unforgiveness are Satan's great weapons against the church. They are Satan's great weapons against the church. Are you here? One time, many years ago, the government broke the walls of our church. And we were offended. Our leader was offended and we were also offended. Are you there? And I remember for a while, Many of our prayer meetings (laughs) were of a certain kind. And so one day, our father came and he said, You know, Archbishop Duncan Williams has spoken to me. And he said, If I don't leave this thing, it will color all my preaching. And it will enter everything that I'm saying. And it will spoil everything. And from that day, he put it aside. Are you here? And I wonder what would have become of the church today if we had only talked and stayed on this offense. I've not done you anything. You come and break down my walls. Do you know how difficult it is to give an offering and how difficult it is to gather offerings until we can build? Building, 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 as if the building will never end. Are you there? Then you just wake up one day, come and break the walls. We haven't done anything to you. Hey. I mean, how? How? You can be on it, you see, but if he had stayed on it, I don't think this AEDIC church would have been here. I don't think so. And because AEDIC church is not here, you might have become somebody's volumetrist. You see, you are sitting down very quietly like you don't understand what I'm saying, oh. But in case you don't know, campus is a very wild place. It's a very, very wild place. I watch parents who bring in their their children to the first year. And as they are leaving, they counsel them, don't go and get caught up in churches, so don't go and get caught up. And I stand there and I wonder to myself, this mother, this father, do you have any idea the evil that is waiting for your child on this campus? Was it not? (laughs) This... (laughs) This very year, year 2023, January, we met some of you, helped you to pack. It. Sunday morning, you arrived Saturday. Sunday morning, as we're going to pick people up for church, a guy has already come to a young lady there, right there, right there, right there. Ask your neighbor, is it you? Is it you? Hey, don't ask your neighbor any such thing for us and promise all. So if this church had not been here If this church had not been here That's the end of you The church is even here in Pony In Pony Some of you during We have had to gather you up during the semester Some of you we have had to put plaster some of you, we have had to put God. Some of you, we have had to put you in spiritual operation, operating theater. So even with the church here, look at how you have struggled. Then imagine it was not here. Imagine. I thank God that Bishop Doug decided that Charlie. He'll not be offended. He'll not be offended. He'll just leave it. Hallelujah. Are you there? I thank God he decided to leave it. Let's continue. Number two. Offense is something that happens when Satan has targeted you for destruction and elimination. Hmm. Oh la la. Shandala baba, shandala baba Hey, Lord have mercy. I'm reading it again. You see what you are writing it, eh, it's all in the book. Oh. The only difference between what I'm saying and and your book is that as I've studied the book, these are the things that have jumped out at me. They're all there. They're all there, but they have become my point. So if you look in my book, I've underlined these things. Hey! I say he has what? Targeted you. To do what? Eliminate you. There are people who used to serve God who don't serve him anymore. Hey, I've prayed. That my father will not die. My father died. So I'm upset. You see, you are right to be hurt. Who will not be hurt at the loss of a parent? But you must gather yourself. Because you need to understand that it is normal that people go. But now your offense, no, it will now eliminate you from what God has for you. Hmm. Many times when things happen that are not good, you must say to yourself, what is new? This is how life is. What is new? Amen? Amen. Do bad things happen to good people? They do. It's unfortunate. But they do. So it's like you're not the first, you'll not be the last. Then you pick yourself up and you move again. Because what you don't know is that underneath it, the enemy has planned to use it to eliminate you. And there are people who since that time, you say, I'm, I'm you're offended, they are offended with God. Oh gosh. They taken yourself. Hey. Hmm. Offense will remove you from the race when nothing else works against you. Hmm. Hmm. It will remove you from the race. Life is a race. We are all moving somewhere. Ashes, you should just be fast. You should have done this thing before. I don't know why people have to stand. Yeah, you see, the ashes, they can be offended. I, thank God my ashes are not offended. <laughs> my laptop is, I face them. Uh, as for sound people, I was even on their case this morning. Even before I entered the room, I was already on the case of the sound people. But if you're offended about it, you have a problem. Ask your neighbor. So you are, you cannot be corrected. What is that? <laughs> I'm continuing. When offense settles in your heart, you won't have a sweet spirit any longer and you will change. Mm. You will change. The whole you will change. Your perspective of life will change. Yeah. Yeah. I keep coming back to the example of the woman and the man. Your mother used to be a very sweet person. Hmm? Then offense. Then the whole human being has changed. Hmm. Are you there? There's a scripture Matthew 24 and verse 10. Matthew 24, verse 10. Can you see it? And then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. It comes from offense. Yeah. And so as you are here, you don't see yourself as a betrayer. But if you get offended and you leave it there, you'll become a betrayer. you become a betrayer. Wow. And that is why we are talking about it. You see, you will overcome it if you are aware of it. If you are not aware aware of it, it will overtake you. But if you are aware, you are like, hey, I'm offended. I better get out of this thing before it takes me down a road. Many are offended. Do you know that many of Africa's dictators, a lot of the people in the past who have risen up and have killed their nations and have done a lot of atrocities, many of them were offended. And the offense was, in some cases, the lack of a father. A father who said, you are not my son. Yeah. And they've grown up with that offense. Are you seeing it? And when they grew up with it, and then they became significant people, then they released horrors on their people. And it's not one nation, it's more than one. You see. And they betrayed their people. Because when you are a leader, you get to a point where you begin to eliminate your people. Your own people, you have done things to kill them. It's not a not a war, and not somebody else, you see that you have become a betrayer. And it was from offense. It was from offense. And he says, and they shall hate one another. I I hope you are beginning to say you will not be offended. offended. Hey, hello, are you there? I hope you are beginning to say it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You see, because even how your mind works when you're offended in some way, your mind begins to become very odd. Very you, Or you have not seen it? Those of you in the middle to the back, are you in the church this morning? Or you are offended already, isn't it? I was just checking. I was just checking. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you see many people who are writing nasty things on social media against this person. You are looking at offended people. Yeah. And you see that even to continue reading what they write, if you don't take care, it will affect you. Yeah. They are so poisonous. You see that, hey, I'm dealing with somebody who has become like a leper or like an evil spirit. Yes. And it's from offense. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what can you not heal from? Yeah. What can't you heal from? Hey. Amen. I know people who have scattered their children by their offense. Mm. They're so offended. (laughs) They're so offended. I know some Lady B. I mean, she was so offended when her marriage ended. And she would poison her children against their father. But you see, children grow. So as the children were growing, they realized that ah, when we go to our father's house, we have peace. (laughs) When we go to our mother's house, nya, 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 nya. always. So as the children grew, they began to go to their mother's place less and less, which of course did not help the offense. It didn't help. Until at that point, they just stopped going. Because they just thought, what is this? You see? So that's their whole life. That's their whole life. And one of the things which you don't know is that offense that leads to unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is the source of a lot of illnesses. Uh Not everybody that you meet has that. You see, for instance, they will tell you that people who don't forgive have arthritis. Not every person with arthritis is because of an offense. But there are some offenses that lead to it. I hope you understand it. Not every cancer But there are some people, it's because of offense. I remember many years ago, we had a convention, and some people, I mean, the the person ministering said, If you want a child, you know. So a lot of ladies came, and I remember there was a particular lady who was close to me. As I saw her there, I started interceding for her again, and the Lord said, Stop. He said, Stop. It is her unforgiveness that has stood between her and having a child. And unforgiveness, it comes from offense. Hey by the way he's looking, I think offense is better. We we let him go, let him go. Let him go. You are in a room with somebody, you are offended. Wake up in the morning, you don't talk to the person. When you wake up, crying, when you see the person, you have already made your face. I mean, can you not see that you are not well? I'm talking to some people because some of you you are very somewhere. Hey the people who entertain me the most when we say if you do A B will happen and then they do A and when B happens then they are offended if you want to sing in the choir come at what time rehearsal is what time on Saturday 1pm so to sing on Sunday you must be at rehearsal true or not true Okay. as they are saying true There are some two who will not come. Then, when they say, so don't sing, then you're offended. I I don't get it. Is that what? Uh, Pastor Raso says it's a mental disorder. It has to be. It has to be. Don't wear a short dress and stand on the stage. For me, you can wear your short dress and do whatever you want to do, but when you are coming stand on my stage, don't wear a short dress. And I watch them time and time again, and I tell their leaders that one day I will get that up and I'll just say you off the stage, off off, off. and I know that when I do it, they will be offended. I like it when my father says, somebody got to be crazy. I said, don't do it. Have you seen me threaten anybody in the crowd about the address line before? No. No. You got to do what you want. But if you are going to come on the stage, in case you don't know, this place is a stage. I believe that the presence of God, he always starts from the front. If I start ministering right now, the presence will be here, so out of respect, Keke, don't bring your things here. Then uh, you are offended. Then, uh, ah. you see, that's why I don't understand. Oh, every Sunday we will be here. The sound will do. Your chair, who should be offended? You or me? Who should be offended? Who should be offended? You say we need mixer. Here is mixer. You say you need amp. Here is up. You say you need microphone. Here is microphone. You say you need this. Here it is. You say you need cable. Here is cable. You say you need that. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. How? (laughs) Then after we have done all, then we see manifestations. And then when I talk, you say, "Hey, you cannot be offended." not be offended. No, 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 no. <sighs> the church has become very quiet. <laughs> Somebody is saying that, hey, you see me, that's why I don't do anything in the church. You are even more sick. <laughs> and you know, you will be surprised that, you'll be so surprised that those we take on like that are the ones we even draw closer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Pastor gets anything he's looking for, he gets it. Is it true or is not true? I'll squeeze my face at him, I'll do this, but I'll do it. Because you have to be a son before you can be taken on like that. I'll cry. Some of you, if even you are coming, I say, why are you late? You say, I won't go to that church again. <laughs> you know, I need to tell you something, eh? It is a bastard that has no correction. Joshua, find the scripture, put it there. It says the one who God loves, he corrects. Yeah. So when you are going to come in, nobody talks your matter. You, you should wonder. You should wonder. But rather you see that you rather become offended. Then why did they talk my matter? If they don't talk your matter, I mean. <laughs> are you in the church? Yeah. It's rather the one they like. Oh, there's another scripture. Okay, we can use this one. Whom the Lord 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 loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delights. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, if you see me standing here, I have been blasted by my father. Oh, on my own, in the presence of others, and he doesn't make, I don't mind. I don't mind. Have you seen that? You are quiet. Eh? I don't mind. If I'm going to cry, cry, I'll finish crying and clean my eyes. If you endure chastening, chastening is correction. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he that the father chasteneth not? Yeah. You see, but it tells me one thing: the person really cares about me. Hey, are you in the church? Yeah. Ah, recently I went to go and stand for him. He was praying for people when he came. He just then he realizes me. I oh, gathered me. Oh, I'm so hey. I so gathered myself inside. Are you in the house? Ask anybody. Are you the type? You're always quarreling. You're you always angry when they, when they correct you. You cannot. You cannot. They tell the person, you are, you, are, you are a child without a parent. <laughs> hey. Amen. Pastor Rasso, have I never taken you on before? Ay, 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 ay. Hey. On and on and on and on and on. But has it sent you away? You have left He is also the person who can have a case And call me and I will respond now Yeah, 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 yeah I will respond right now Morning, afternoon, night, middle of the night Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying Hey Oh, the lady of a home. Oh, I take care of her Even this morning, crowds on her case No, but I'm just showing you something For you to understand it well that you you see, because it is at your age, you see that there are a lot of corrections. You will see that there are lectures you have labeled and you've said that they are very bad. You will discover after school that they rather were good for you. And sometimes the lecture seems to narrow down on you and is always on your case. They're, yeah, but have you not noticed that when you give heed, no, you produce a better something? Yeah. Yeah. it's just because of this rule you want to be pampered you want to say oh you are glorious you are beautiful you are so nice the what? we should compose a song to hail you Ay. tell your neighbor I will not be offended anymore I will not be offended anymore Hallelujah. Amen. So today I'm just starting. I can only do one point. But what you need to know is that we'll finish all the points before you go home. Because there are stages of offense. Stages of offense. And I need you to be aware of the stages. Because I wish I could promise you that you'll never be offended in this life. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Jesus told us 17.1, Luke 17.1. He says that it's impossible that there will be no offense. It will by all means come. You forget the person who brought it, it will come. So now that you know that it's serious, I'm going to give you the stages so that you look through and see. Not all are related to your school life. Some are also related to your home life. Amen. And, And and as you take, don't just think about it as notes. Think about it as a message to bring you life. Hallelujah. Today, we'll only deal with one stage. Stage number one, the stage of withdrawal. The stage of withdrawal. The first symptom of, with, of offense is withdrawal. To withdraw. It's natural. If something is knocking you, what will you do? You move away. Yeah. You move away. Amen? You move away. And the closer the relationship, the more serious the withdrawal Mm. Mm. are you there yeah. the closer the relationship you see that's why you find some people flowing around but in the house they have withdrawn the wife has withdrawn from the husband or the husband has withdrawn from the wife yeah. very very serious amen some of you you need after the service you need to go and make up with your roommate yeah mm. that's a message. it's a message yeah you need to go and make up with your roommate yeah mm. Because of point number two. These are even the points in the book, right? Just listed like this. Withdrawal is worse than maintaining the relationship. And the explanation is in the scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter four. Let's read from verse nine. Oh, time is beating me. I have to round up fast. Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Continue. If they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. How can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall stand withstand him, but a threefold cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah. You see, it's a law. Two is better than one. It is a law. Any law or any principle, when you fight against it, you get hit. So, gravity is a law. Whatever goes up will come down. So, now you have said that you don't believe in it, you get hit. Because you will do something not expecting gravity to work on you, and it will hit. And the scripture says, two is better than one. In other words, relationships are better than not relating. To relate to that person is better than not relating. Are you there? Mm. So there are problems in relationships, but there are greater problems in not relating. And there are some of you say me, I I like to be on my own. Hey. 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 You see, look at it, all. you see, if you fall, the one will lift up his fellow so when you withdraw sometimes you withdraw from the person who is going to lift you up the person cannot lift you up because you have withdrawn yeah there are some of you actually say Me, my uncle, I like to work alone be careful be careful everything in balance everything in balance yeah when you are young you don't think relationships matter but as you grow small small growing tell your neighbor small growing Small growing, you discover that relationships are very important. There are some of you, you have been in this church from your first year. You are in your fourth year now. I don't know you. It's an important relationship of your life that you have just left. You have not bothered to develop it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not up to me to come and chase you, it's up to you to relate. It's up to you to relate. It's not my father who must relate with me. I seek to relate with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you text me, I don't even know who you are. I don't know who you are. I'll answer, but I don't know who you are. But it's yourself you have done. The church is quiet again. Yeah. Because you don't know what will happen. I still remember lying down in the hospital during COVID and wondering to myself if I'll see my family again. And then my husband sent me a message, he forwarded a message because we have a father who knows us. And in the message my father had written, she will be back. At that time, I needed somebody to lift me up because I was lying there and people were just dying. Hey! I spent 19 days there. In those 19 days, only four of us survived. Everybody else died. Everybody in the world. I mean, you close your eyes that you are having and when you wake up, the person opposite, they have changed. (laughs) Not that the person has become well and been released though. Motri, You don't know when you will need somebody to help you. Then you are there in your pride. You see how people are very quiet suddenly. Yeah. Some of you don't relate well to people. You don't relate. Squeeze your face. There was another guy there who I knew. His office was behind my, the ward where I was just in the corridor there. And he knew I was lying there. This guy became my, (laughs) he used to call himself my fifth column. I will explain fifth column later. Every day, he was just praying. You'll be there, not relate. Praying for me, praying, praying. Come, you make yourself so proud. Hey, something can bring you down. The medicines that we needed were not even in Kumasi, And they will have to organize it, it will come from Accra. Then the last cr- crucial one, it was supposed to come. And the dispatch rider missed the flight. I'm
2: talking
1: about relationships. You behave yourself as if you are, so un- you are, you are okay, you are complete. You, you don't know. That's why you are so easily offended with people. All these were people who I had related with. I never knew a day would come. My life would be in their hands like this. So after the flight left, it's like, Charlie, this woman, by the time the flight resumed tomorrow, she may have gone. Then there was somebody who said, I know somebody. Me, I've never known that medication can arrive by drone. As I was lying there in my helpless state, somebody has put the medicine on a drone, and the drone landed in Kat. A car park, 2 o'clock in the morning. I wonder if you have a relationship with anybody like that. 2 a.m., 2 a.m., they were calling my doctor. The medicine is here, the medicine is here. 2 a.m. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, it's because you are a pastor. Oh, yeah, you are not correct though. Hmm. Hmm. If you know the major pastors who we buried in this town, 2 o'clock in the morning relationships. A young pastor, a young pastor that I had gotten to know. And I used to encourage him and had done a few things to help him. I never knew one day my life would be in his hands. 2 a.m. he was standing on the car park. I've got the medicine. You'll be there. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Amen. Are you there? But if I was offended with him because he didn't used to visit me, <laughs> uh, what other offense can I find? Uh-huh. He didn't greet me. He didn't send me greetings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now he's a young man. Now he's grown. He has become very powerful. So on my birthday, he didn't bring me, so I'm offended. What again? Ah! Send him in a life. Hmm. Here. Yeah. And some of you, you are in church, you have withdrawn from your relationships in church. You have, you are, your, your, your shepherd is calling, you don't mind your shepherd. It is true, what I'm saying is true. I remember a young man, after he had drank whatever, he had drank to poison himself. Then he, the only number he remembered was the shepherd he had insulted. He left, yes, and he now called the shepherd. This is what I have drank. And the person woke up, used their own money, picked a taxi, took him to the hospital, this and that and that. Interestingly, he has done it again. Mm. (laughs) Ah. Now that he's alive, (laughs) out of offense, I don't even know what he's offended over anyway. Are you in the church? If you should learn one lesson in your life, Never quarrel with somebody who is over you as a shepherd or a pastor. Never be offended if you know what's good for you. Because me, I've never seen it end well. Hmm. Hey, The church is very quiet. Next one. Hmm. Withdraw cuts of essential supplies that you need. It's basically the same point, but in another way. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. Because the Ecclesiastes' verse talks about someone lifting you up. Now look at this one. Can you put them together? Okay. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up. Let's go to the NASB, so that is simple English. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together, by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. It's a lot of words. But what it is simply saying is that in the one body, one part supplies the other. So when you withdraw from people, sometimes you are withdrawn from the part that supplies you. Are you there? There are so many blood vessels running through your body right now. They are all important. Bringing to your, the different parts of your body blood, food, oxygen, so many things. Taking away the waste. If you cut them, you have brought a problem. Hey! I'm reading. When relationships created by God to bless and strengthen you, when they are destroyed, your weaknesses... And hollowness will soon be revealed. When people leave churches, they become ghosts and phantoms of what they were called to be. They were destined for greatness but crashed to the ground because they cut themselves off from their blessings, from their strength, and from their supplies. That's why it's very difficult to leave a church. Hmm? Am I talking to some people? Hmm? Very difficult. Very difficult. Because as you are there, various things are coming and supplying you. Supplying. Some of you, you are here because somebody paid something for you. That was a kind of supply. Some of you, you are here. The food that you eat is somebody else's food. It has kept you going. Are you there? Some of you, it's not material need. You've needed someone to explain something, different, different ways in which we supply to ourselves. Now, when you withdraw, what you have done is to cut off those supplies. It's like you have gone to a war and the supplies don't come. That's the major problem of the Russian army. They have a very big army, but they always have issues with supply. (laughs) Yeah. The German army, that's why they lost the war with Russia. They couldn't supply. They had one million soldiers. One million soldiers in one country, but you have to feed them. That's one million problems. One million people needing breakfast, lunch, and supper. One million people needing health care, needing various things. It didn't work for them. Are you there? And they lost. Yeah. So when you are about to leave something, you should be careful. and you must think twice. Mm. Amen. Wow. Point number four. Let me finish quickly. To withdraw is to make a very basic mistake of Christianity. A very basic, basic mistake. Hebrews chapter 10, I'm reading verse 23 to 25 in the NIV. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spare one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Some of you, you come to church once in a month, you will never be as strong as you should be. Yeah, because in that fellowshipping, that is where there's a constant supply of strength. Are you in the house? One of my favorite, beg <clears throat> your pardon, scriptures is 1 John 1.27. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon, 7. 1 John 1, 1.7. King James, please. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus' son cleanses us from all sin. One of the signs of your Christianity and the health of your Christianity is your fellowshipping. So when you have problems going to church or being where believers are, it's a sign that your Christianity is not strong. I want you to ask your neighbor, what is the strength of your Christianity? Some of you, the whole year, if somebody has not come to call you, you won't come to church. Hmm. There are some of you for four years who have been having to come and call you every day. Your Christianity is so weak, I wonder if you are going to survive after you leave. Because often when you leave, you are going somewhere that nobody is going to have your time. To come calling you like that. Hey. Hey. push your neighbor and say, is that you? Psalm 84 and verse 7. Psalm 84 and verse 7. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. You know, as we come here, we are appearing before God. And the Bible says we go from strength to strength. So you who you moderate how you come. You come small, but your strength is also small. Yeah. It's also part of the reason why you are easily bummed out. Because you see, when your friendships are in the church, even when you're offended and you want to leave, somebody will stand on this side, someone will stand there and will help you to get to church. Yeah. Oh. The church is quiet. I've almost left you before. Oh, cry. You see that the church is very quiet. Why? You thought that if I don't come here, I can't preach anywhere again. Ah, 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 ah. Even this morning, I almost left you for my late. I just started a new branch somewhere. I almost left you that I'm going there. And I couldn't go because of some
2: people.
1: Especially these people. Oh, no, 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 it cannot happen. Oh, this and that. Yeah. Yeah, The church is very quiet. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah. I shouldn't withdraw. I've been here preaching to you the whole semester. And still, we still have to come and look for you. Still have to come and go. I wonder, and I just wonder. I just wonder. I just, I just wonder. Should I not just go somewhere else? Maybe the effort that one puts in there will just yield another dividend. Hey, uh, it does not occur to you that I can leave you? See, you thought that you could leave me. It doesn't occur to you that I can also leave you? Ah, uh-uh. what are you thinking about? I can also leave you and go and be a grandmother somewhere. The church has become very quiet yeah, Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that your pastor can also leave you Your pastor can also leave you, it's not only you can leave yeah. <laughs> Are you in the house? From today I want you to see yourself as part of the house Amen Some of you are too divorce prone If you cannot handle the relationships you have currently You are going to break your marriage also Mm. 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 I'm reading If you cannot maintain a good relationship With a brother who does not Live with you and who does not depend on you Then it's not likely That you have a good and peaceful marriage either Because the person who you Can't even stand, the person doesn't depend on you How much more now when you marry And the person depends on you Just one crowd doesn't depend on you You cannot Hey you me. No, 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 no. What is doing? Nah, take us to Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 10. Yeah. Only by pride cometh contention. Have you seen it? Many of you who withdraw from people like that, it's pride that's doing you. You are too proud. You are too proud. And if you continue with that pride, you are going to take it into your marriage. And marriage is a place. Hey. It's a place. It's a place. It's a place that will confront your pride. A lot of people walk away from marriages. That's the reason. They are too proud. Wow. Our father asked a question. If you can withdraw from someone so important to your life, as your mother or your father, then who can you not separate from in future? It's worth considering. Mm Hmm. It's worth considering. Hallelujah. And as I end, withdrawing cuts you off from the fellowship of the brethren. Yeah. Fellowship is very, 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 very important. And withdrawing cuts you off from it. Acts chapter 2, verse 41 to 43. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added to them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. This is what happens in the church. And when you cut yourself off, you now expose yourself to several dangers. Are you in the house? I want you to Continue to be part. Even when something offends you, say to yourself, this is my house, I'm not going anywhere. Amen? Yeah, this is my house. I always tell people, I said that if somebody is making you angry, if even you are angry with the father of the house, whoever you are angry with, just sit at the door. Don't go anywhere. Mm, Just be there. Anger, what happens? It goes. It fades. Yeah. But when you take yourself off, you create another problem for yourself. My prayer for you is that you will not allow offense to bomb you out. Amen? Some of you in the past year, you have been bombed out of the choir because you were offended. Some have been bombed out of the dancing stars because you were offended. Some have been bombed out of the thumb stars because you were offended. Some have been bombed out of, out of the sound. Some have been bombed out of different things. But today, as you are understanding that you have only done yourself, I want you to make an effort to reattach yourself. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going back into the choir, but repair your relationships. I said, what? Repair your relationships. Turn to your neighbor and say relationships are important. Yeah. And tell your neighbor you need me and I need you. Stand to your feet this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stand to your feet this morning. And this morning, for a few minutes, you want to pray. And as you are praying, you want to just think about all the relationships you have cut off. The only ones that are good to cut off are the ones with people who drive you into the kingdom of Satan. But other than that, you should not be cutting off relationships. And even as you stand, just pray and say, Lord, forgive me. I didn't know that my withdrawing was something. You withdrew from something in church. You want to admit your fault. And you want to just say that Lord, I am back. I am back.
2: You need me. We are all about God. Pick it up, pick it up. Stand with me.
1: we day every head is bowed and every eye is closed this morning I just want you to think about your relationship with the master some of you have withdrawn from the Lord you used to be closer to him but sometimes because of the way things have gone you have withdrawn from the Lord it is time to come back many years ago as a child you believed but right now you're just going through the motions you, maybe you even come to church, but there's no relationship. I want to give you an opportunity to link up, to link up with the Lord one more time. And so you are here as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to, you want to go back to that relationship. Just lift up your right hand and we're going to pray together. Just lift it up, just lift it up, just lift up your right hand. God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if your hand is up, just come to me and let us pray. Let's pray together. You're coming back and you say, I'm coming back to you. I'm coming. God bless you. Just come. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Come. Just come. Don't think about anyone else. Just take your steps and come. Jesus is calling you this morning. And he's saying, "Come come back. Come back. Come back. Rekindle that relationship. Make that relationship good again. God bless you. God bless you. You used to pray a lot, but right now, it's been a long time since he heard from you. Just
2: come. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come.
1: come. Oh, there was a time you were so aware of the Lord, but it's it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Just come. Just come this morning. There is joy in heaven. As you return to Him, just come, just come, just come, just come. come. Step out of where you are and come. And may the grace of God find you. Find the grace to come for Him this morning. Rekindle that relationship. Rekindle that relationship. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rekindle that relationship. Let us pray together. I'm still waiting for some people. When you were young, you knew him. But as you grew, you drew apart. Until you were totally withdrawn. Until you were almost a stranger. Maybe you still go to church because it's your habit. But you know that you have withdrawn. Just come. Let us link up again. Let us link up. Thank you. If you're standing in front, I want you to pray this prayer. God bless you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Join us if you are in the congregation. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me from my sins. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus. Please write my name in your book of life. From today, Lord, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name have I prayed. Father, thank you for each one who has stepped up this morning to rekindle a relationship with you or even to start a fresh relationship with you. Father, may they never turn back. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. With all
2: of me, I want-
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter, at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-I-S-E. God richly bless you.